Welcome to the Life Change Podcast. Okay, we're back. We're going to talk about stress and anxiety, two things that people don't deal with. Don't deal with well, that's for sure. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, What spurred this topic? Um, I think so blue and I did a podcast a little bit ago and he said kind of one of his biggest things recently is just kind of that mental health Mm -hmm. aspect of health and wellness. Um, and I was listening to a podcast. I don't even remember which one it was. Um, but anyways, and they were talking about, you know, we talk a lot about stress and anxiety and like how bad it is and how we should deal with it and all of that. But it was like, well, what are some practical ways? And I think, um, we all kind of have our thoughts on like how you deal with stress and anxiety. But when I talk to patients about it, like they can't pinpoint one thing that they're doing to actually like cope. Well, I think the the main part is they can't pinpoint what's causing them stress. Stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's obvious things like, you know, family dynamics, job, finances. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's just part of being a human. Right. You're going to stress life. over those things. But, but I mean, I do recognize certain people have bigger stressors going on and you have, the, the obvious ones, death, cancers, uh, and, you know, I think those are, uh, Peter Tia calls them little T's, big T's, mm-hmm. uh, big T's being stuff like we're, uh, abuse and mm-hmm. things of that nature, little T's being, you know, uh, car purchasing, yelling at your kids because they won't eat the protein, <laughs> um, things of that nature. Uh, but yeah. being able to put your finger on it is probably step number one, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Cause if you don't know where it's coming from, how do you address it? Yeah. Blue's been silent. Um, I've been thinking about all the things I want to say. Cause this matter of fact, today on my to do, it's I want to continue an emotional health podcast and focusing on this because this is I this is a recurring theme that I see with friends and family and patients is I have lots of stress. COVID wrecked my life. I'm isolated. I am not the person I used to be. Um, and so really kind of just tack on this one. Um, recent people just passing away. Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, mm-hmm. I like talking about this stuff. Well, I kind of came up with five tips that mm-hmm. we can start with. And if we want to add to those, I think we can. And so I'll, I'll, before we get into the five, I'll give my general just uh, overarching theme on stress is I call call it actionable or unactionable stress. I mean, this is personally how I, I deal with it. If it's actionable, like I can do something about it or I can mm-hmm. address it or I can talk to somebody, I do it. If it's unactionable, like politics <laughs> or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. like, all right, write it down. I'll think about it later, but I don't let it overwhelm me in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. it's, I, think, I think now we're going to dive into how to, how to, to, to go from there, but... I really, when I kind of went down my mental or my health and wellness pathway, I really started thinking about it that way. Like, you know, if, if this is something I can, it may be 1030 night, if I can call somebody and ask them this question, do it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or make a, make it to do for, for, to do that first thing in the morning yeah. or just writing it down, you know, mm-hmm. just having a, cause a lot of my stress comes from uh, thinking I'm going to forget it, mm. you know, I'll, yeah. like I'll be, I'll have some thought, I'll have something I need to talk to somebody about. I'm going to forget it. That'll cause me more stress than anything. Yeah. So writing it down, addressing it. If it's not addressable, move on. Yeah. <laughs> no, dealing with this the sooner the better, getting a plan. Um, and I think one thing that I'm realizing in life, the constant of life is stress. 
challenges, Mm -hmm. frustrations, disappointments. And so it's not trying to live a life stress-free, it. mm-hmm. but it's, it's how to hit how to these things head on yeah. mm-hmm. and not letting it wreck your emotional health. Yeah. I think that's it's super important because you can't, I think stress can get to the point where it affects every aspect of your life versus just not necessarily compartmentalizing, but letting the stress be what it is and not let it grow further mm-hmm. into other areas. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done, right? But no, it, it, it is easier said than mm-hmm. done, but it's something you need to do. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure. And I, we, on our previous podcast, we talked about sauna and cold therapy. Mm-hmm. To me, this had, that had a big impact in my life. Mm-hmm. Like if you can control your breath while sitting in 30, 40 degree water, you can control your thoughts on a lot of things. True. Right. Yeah. Kind of training your brain there. Okay. All right. Jump into your Okay. Your number one, here. I just put decreasing digital stimulation. Mm-hmm. I think I find that for me personally, when I feel the most stressed is when I have a lot going on and it typically involves like a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls, a lot of text messages, uh, like social media, just like digital stimulation. I think Blue can testify to that one. I agree. So you're going to mention one later, but I don't do social media at all. I actually don't do news anymore at all Mm -hmm. because it was driving my world crazy. Mm -hmm. And so by getting rid of that in my life, it's been a huge blessing. And he said this multiple times, but he actually... You, you I deleted. It. I deleted all the he was apps. A big Twitter guy. I did it all, and so um, I get my news from other people, mm-hmm. and that's fine right now. Uh, yeah. That may change, but but right now, at this spot in my life, I have too much, or too, I, my family's my priority, um, and so I'd rather spend my time doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So in in the course, it's called "Stay Uninformed." Mm. Mm-hmm. So be informed locally. Of what's mm-hmm. going on in your neighborhood? What's going on in your city? But you know, trying to, trying to take everything in. That's, I mean, it's overwhelming. I mean, mm-hmm. Oh so. yeah. Yeah. I I'm with you. Like I still do social media. Um, but news, I don't ever watch the news and I don't ever seek out the news. I have one person on social media that I follow who does like a daily overview. What, what's her name? Sharon says so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my wife follows her. <laughs> is that really her last name? Yeah. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, I used to think when I first started following her that her last name was Sayaso or something like that, like a Japanese name, but it's not. Um, but I do follow her and I get kind of a daily overview. Fairly unbiased too, right? If I remember, yeah, she's, yeah. yeah, she will, she's like nonpartisan. That's like crazy. Her, There's a person that exists like that? Yeah, she's okay. amazing. You don't do social media, but when, when you get back into it, if you do, I'll let you know who she is. But um, that's my limit. I just had to put a limit on it because I just can't be consuming all of that all the time. Too much. I agree. <laughs> okay. Well, that's second tip is decrease your news exposure. <laughs> yeah. So, so same thing. Same of, thing. Yeah. yeah. But I think digital simulation also is a little separate too because we talk a lot about like, yeah, you know, trying to, and, yeah. yeah, like blue light and stuff like that. Like trying to minimize this exposure, especially right before you're going to bed. Yeah. Um, different things like that. Well, I think it's understanding how social media companies make money, right? So it's exposure of ads. Mm -hmm. And the longer you scroll, the more money they make. Mm -hmm. So they, these phone makers have partnered with these companies to do stimulating things that Mm -hmm. hit your dopamine centers, that hit your reward centers. Mm -hmm. So you, you are being manipulated by that phone. They keep you coming back for more. It's an addictive mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw that 
with myself. I mean, literally, I was checking Twitter all the time for the newest news. Mm-hmm. What's Elon Twitter still Musk makes, posting right yeah. now? Yeah. They still make their and, money based off how many ads you see. So, so yeah, yeah. It's, it just grabs you and keeps you coming back. Well, and you recently said you guys took a trip and you're like, kids, we got to take a digital break. Yeah, like, yeah. We went to New Mexico This and we we're like, no, man, you got to get that screen out of your hands. Yeah, because you can see it in your kids a lot, too. Like you can mm-hmm. see zombies. how they, yeah, exactly. Zombies. Like they're just staring at something and you talk to them and you're like right in front of their face and they don't hear you. Yeah, I mean, we had. To, I thought we have to get a huge check for hearing issues. <laughs> yeah. And they're in your irritable. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. You're easily set off because you're at a heightened kind of baseline stress Mm -hmm. social media for me now is instagram looking at voiceovers of dogs you know that the guy that like yes like he'll put words in the dog dog that's my daily life (laughs) so that's that's my de-stressor actually nice nice well i mean i've personally been enjoying you guys social media appearances oh yeah i've heard yeah. yeah, scrolling up to see those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been really enjoying it. That's the reason Blue's been all gung-ho. He never sees them. That's, yeah. It's fun. I, I, friends are like, have you seen your – I love your little reel. And I'm like, um, when did I do that? Which one again <laughs> was that? When did I do that? Um, okay, next one, tip number three, get into nature. Um, oh, being awesome. outside. Um, I was recently reading on like some of the effects that just hearing – nature noises like hearing water hearing birds chirp and things like that and just how much of an effect it has on your stress levels i know it's fruit fruit thought but you know the the you know the world's a big ball of electromagnetical injury uh, energy and majority of it's covered up by concrete uh so getting outside of that and uh i talked blue into this a while back i don't know if he still does it but grounding, but grounding Heck yeah. just going out in your backyard barefoot yeah yeah. And it has to be contact with the grass or the, yeah. the socks off, yeah. like on the grass. Yeah. Yeah. It, 10 years ago, I would have told, told myself you're an <laughs> idiot for even talking about yeah. uh, rocks having the ability to transmit energy. But uh, it's true. I mean, there, there's different energy wavelengths that come from different, you know, from concrete, from steel, from this building, this computer that's sitting in front of me, this microphone. Mm-hmm. and they're all abnormal wavelengths. So just getting into nature. It's a calming effect, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. Absolutely. Walking after dinner uh, mm-hmm. outside, I think all of this, I mean, if you're going to go exercise, uh, a component needs to be outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just something about bringing you um, relaxation and all that. For sure. All right. Number four, spend time with people. With your mm. people, that's kind of what I would add. Not mm. just people in general, but your people. Your tribe. Your tribe. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So one of the big ones I have on the course is uh, have lunch with a friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just I think having like uh, uh, Alan Bean's been on the podcast. Uh, Blue and Alan Bean are my two uh, consistents, uh, morning routine, daily routine. And having somebody I know I can uh, throw out the stressors of life. And it, because if you get in your own head and you think you got to figure it out, that can get really challenging. Mm-hmm. So whether it's finances, whether it's marriage, whether it's kids, whether it's politics, whether, you know, whatever it is, uh, having a consistent sounding board is to me, is very important. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, the way I deal with stress, I verbalize it. I have to talk it out and it may not even the person has the answer for me, but just verbalizing it gives me a lot of relief. And I think during COVID, this is the biggest, I think this is why we're seeing such an uptick in suicide and 
mental health issues is people are isolated. We need relationships. That's how I feel like God could design things. Uh, we need friends and family to talk through things. And, and, and I think that's the number one way we deal with stress. I forgot to mention my wife is a consistent in my life yeah. too. So if she, <laughs> she hears this podcast, uh, we didn't forget also that. a sounding Absolutely. board as well. Uh, yeah. so I, yeah. I felt like that was a given. That but, is a uh, given. That's a given. We give you that. Okay. Um, what is this? Number five? Yes. Number five, practice gratitude. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's, I mean, that's religion in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just the spiritual part of health and wellness is something that's drastically underestimated. And, you know, there's all forms of spirituality out there. Uh, but having the ability to step back and put yourself in a, a, like a big picture view of the world, that's the reason I like to flying with blue. We get up in a, in a in a plane, small plane, and you see the earth, and you realize that I'm you're a that part. Great. Yeah, <laughs> you're a part of the system, yeah. and not thinking it's all about you or it's all on you. That burden for you to carry, but I mean that's a big part of almost every spiritual spiritual journey is having gratitude for what's around you, the people around you, the situation you're in, and. I know some people may listen to this and think, hey, I'm not in a great situation or I'm not in a, in a good spot. Uh, so that's that's where it becomes a challenge. Like, hey, maybe I'm not as thankful for what's around me. Um, so that's that's where you need help, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, two scriptures I love, in all things give thanks, and then godliness with contentment is great gain. And so it's being thankful for the little things in life, mm-hmm. uh, remembering that, even if you don't have all the money in the world, which don't bring you happiness, but just stopping and thinking for your family, your friendships, health, uh, all those things that, that it just, there's something about being thankful that kind of sets your mind in a positive Mm -hmm. outlook. Yeah. Do you agree? Daily. Yeah, I agree. I mean, would you encourage a daily mantra, a daily prayer, a daily something? I mean, when I like in the morning, when I have my prayer in the morning, that's, uh, you know, going through um, just thanking the Lord for all the things that he's given me and the relationships. So just what I just said. um, And that's where I start. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then also just tell people thanks. Mm. I mean, that's just goes so far with relationships. Yeah, I think Let's a lot of people there. do journaling too. I think yeah. that's really powerful mm-hmm. too. Like if you're not a big like words person, not a big talker, journaling it. Um, and then I think what's cool about journaling your gratitude is you get to go back and look and see, hey, like I was thankful for this, but maybe I've forgotten how thankful I should be for this, you know, simple thing or, you know, something like that as you grow, as you change. I would agree with that one too. Yeah. Any tips from you on gratitude? Uh, well, I felt like I've covered it. Um, <laughs> He's like, nope, uh, all done. <laughs> I think I think an important practice is going through it with our kids because uh, I think it's a, a gratitude practice is something that if you start early and it's ingrained, uh, maybe that's not the right word to use, but it's just something that's taught and thought about and discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's very easy to get lost in your daily life. And, you know, it's, it's going back to the stressors of life. One of my my, my things that frustrates me the most is when people living in America talk about how, how horrible their situation is. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you've never traveled to a third world country. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you have to realize that 
there are a lot you may be unhappy with certain things in your life but there's perspective there's to be you, you got to have perspective mm-hmm. half yeah. of gratitude's perspective right mm-hmm. it's just you know putting stepping back like i said stepping back and just looking at the big picture of this world and how you fit into it um i think almost everybody could find one thing whether mm-hmm. it's a meal whether it's a bed whether it's a friend mm-hmm. whether it's a job whatever it may be is like hey at least you know i got this i'm very thankful that i have this consistent thing in my life or this consistent person or you know whatever it could be a dog cat mm-hmm. i have a really great cat you oh frankie okay dog uh, but i have a really that's great a whole cat. other we'll do a podcast podcast on frankie <laughs> the pets. story of frankie yeah. okay sounds good and then <laughs> i think to sum this one up uh because i think there's still still so much stigma out there uh about this but get help uh, and if you don't have that friend that you're comfortable opening up to or talking about things, and I think it's a real bummer because I think it's a underserved area, mm-hmm. uh, mental, uh, mental health. Um, what it, how does Atia talk about it? Uh, not mental health. You haven't, you haven't gotten to that part of the book no. yet. Uh, but mental Emotion. wellness, mo- emotional, emotional, emotional health. health. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, putting a lot of value into that and, if you're running into roadblocks on how to address it, seek somebody mm-hmm. to help you. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think, you know, 20 years ago, oh, you're seeing somebody, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Which is the exact wrong way to think about it. Like, right. oh, you're, you're seeing somebody, are, are they helping you? Are they, mm-hmm. are you getting good help or? Yeah. Uh, and I think um, people get so wrapped up in their own problems. They're like, well, it's not important to anybody else. Like, I feel stupid talking about this. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm a burden for even wanting to get help for this. And I think that's a really, that's a big stigma that we've got to get over. And that's easy to say, harder to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're, if you're somebody that's really struggling with an issue or some past trauma or, and people are there to help you, that mm-hmm. you're going to pay them. So <laughs> right. It's an investment. Paid. Yeah. They're getting paid to yeah. help you yeah. and they want to improve your situation. They want to help you. Um, so if I could end it by saying one thing, like, don't think this is just you. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't think that you're the only person in this world that's struggling with this one issue or this mm-hmm. one thought or whatever it is. Cause there's billions that are not billion, millions that are mm-hmm. struggling with the same problem you're struggling with. Um, mm-hmm. so if you, if you need help, seek help. Yep. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've actually been, uh, after reading, uh, his book, wanting a life coach, but, but being wise about, you know, I want the right, right person. I think all of it is, is, uh, just challenge yourself. I want to become the best version of myself. And there are things that I know that are my Achilles heel and I working through that. And, and so no, get help. Mm-hmm. I see so many people Well, we hear of, you know, uh, divorces and broken families and all that, and just get some help. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say I'm struggling. I need, I need, I, I, I need some answers here. And like you said earlier to don't be afraid to address it early on, you know, waiting until, uh, you know, it's done. Like waiting until the divorce papers are drawn out is, is too late, yeah. you know, for most people. So in, in whatever it is, you can seek out that help when you feel the struggle it doesn't have to be but it's, I'm not, it. it's not just marriage man we, oh, we kind of yeah. we kind of uh, circle around that but you know whether it's body image whether mm-hmm. it's uh relationship with family whether it's uh your job, uh, job whether it's mm-hmm. you know 
uh, even deeper, more harmful feelings, suicide, um, yeah. uh, self-harm, or, you know, people have walked that pathway in, you know, in the conversations I've had, it's more so people don't want to burden other people with their problems. And that's not in line with how the world works, right? Yeah. That's the reason we have church groups, community groups, friends, spouses, mm -hmm. sisters, brothers, mothers. You know, we hold that stuff in, internalize it, and we we never seek to 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 gain assistance in that. And you know, that's the one piece of advice. Don't it's it's okay. Yeah. All right. Agreed. Okay. All right. Now that we've gotten deep, there let's cut go. it off. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thanks for joining. All right. Bye.